Just Our Real Estate, episode number 157. All right, thank you and welcome to Just Start Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host and I am happy to have you here today. I want to jump right into the content, but before I do, real quick, I want to ask you to take a moment, go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. It is probably the best thing you can do for this podcast. It's the best way to say thank you if you're enjoying the podcast. If you've ever thought you really enjoy it and you're getting a lot out of it, go to iTunes, give me a rating and review. It means the world. It helps me reach more people. It helps me help more people. And doggone it, it's just a nice thing to do. So <laughs> if you don't mind, go there and do that real quick, and I would be eternally grateful. Okay, on to the show. All right, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here. And today I'm going to talk to you about creating a private mastermind. I'm going to dig a little deeper into the concept of surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals and eventually creating what I call your own private mastermind. It's going to be a little bit different than what you might think when you think about a mastermind, um, but I will I will explain everything. But what I won't be talking about in this episode and what I do not mean by your own private mastermind is I'm not talking about your team. And by your team, I mean the realtors that you associate with, your accountants, your title agency, your contractors, or anything like that. That's not really what I'm talking about, although they could be part of the mastermind, but typically that's not what I'm talking about. What we're going to talk about in this episode is more about your core group of friends in the industry and how they help shape your business. So I've met a lot of people during my time as a real estate investor, um, and some of them have remained friends, and some of them have become very close friends, and others I met you know, once and never spoke to again for whatever reasons. And there's various reasons why that can happen. And, you know, it just might be because I talked to someone once and, and never again. It doesn't mean that I don't, I didn't like them or they weren't good people or whatever. It usually means that, you know, I just didn't have a lot of opportunity to get to know them or we just didn't have a lot in common, right? No big deal. We just didn't click. So what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they're wrong, I'm wrong, whatever. There's nobody wrong. It's just it just didn't it just didn't click. They just I just didn't, you know, didn't have a lot in common with them and I just wasn't feeling it. So whatever the case may be, not everyone's going to click with you, but <clears throat> that happens, right? It's not a bad thing. You you should never force yourself to hang out with people who you don't enjoy being around. It just doesn't last. You dread seeing them call, you dread going to meet them. That's no good for anybody. So, you know, just wish them well, and, and that's fine. You don't have to be their, their close friend. But who you choose to spend time with in this industry can have a profound influence on you and your business. And we've talked in the past on this show about you being the average of the five people that you hang around with most often. So if that's true, it makes sense to try to hang out with the most positive, successful, great people that you can possibly hang out with, right? It'll just, it'll up your average. It'll it'll make you better by association if that is true. Now, that doesn't mean manufacture relationships that you aren't really feeling, but, you know, look to always, you know, try to get to know people that are really doing well and have a good attitude. There's something wrong with that. It really helps, you know, when things aren't going well for you to have those kind of people in your corner. So, what usually ends up happening is you end up gravitating toward people who have similar attitudes and goals that you have, which is a good thing. And I can think of four to six people that I talk to most in this industry. Most of them are more financially successful than I am in real estate. And you know, you may think that's weird that I'm saying that, but 
I'm saying that for absolute certainty, and I love it. I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm able to be friendly and friends with and have good, solid business relationships with people that I consider to be even more successful than I am financially in this industry. It's awesome. So, you know, they're they're closing more deals. They're making more money. That's That's great because you know what that does? It'll help up my game. It'll help me strive to be better. So, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, you have to close more deals or make more money than somebody else. That's not really the point. But, you know, I just think these people are awesome. And I know that they will reach um, even higher levels, which will help me reach higher levels too. And, you know, I do have friends in the industry who are not doing as well as me financially, or they're not closing as many deals, or they don't have as much experience or knowledge that I have. And that's awesome too, because those are people that I feel like I can pull up and help and give them advice and really make a difference in their business. So, you know, it's sort of like a give and a take, and that's awesome. I don't try to, I don't avoid people that haven't had the same level of, 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 of success or don't have as much knowledge of me in the industry. Far from it. If I like them, if they're good people and I like hanging around them, I don't care. It's fine. That It's fine. Whatever they're doing in the industry is fine. But if they're negative, if they're, you know, Debbie Downers and it's like, oh, this doesn't work in the, in the, in the, in the economy and oh, real estate is never going to come back and I lost so much money. If it's all that all the time, no thank you. I, I try to avoid those kind of people because they're just negative and they bring you down and that's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. It's certainly not good for your business. So the key is that you're hanging around with people who will help push you up and not pull you down, whether it be attitude or even just their level of success, right? They're pulling you up. Also, it's a very cool thing to become friends and colleagues with people in the industry who have strengths and knowledge that you don't possess. So for a minute, forget about their success level, but just someone who has some you know, knowledge or they're really strong in an area where you struggle. Very cool to have friends like that because sometimes you know, you do end up being friends with people who are super closely aligned with your skills and your knowledge. And that's that's cool too, right? That's fine. As long as they're good people and they're, they're pushing themselves and they're positive, that's awesome. But I always love to hang out with people who have attained a high level of success in the industry in an area that I've not yet tackled or in an area that I've not yet reached the level of success that I would like to have. So associating with these people will make you more well-rounded and will create your own little informal mastermind, right? A mastermind should be made up of people who have, you know, different levels of ability, maybe different levels of success, you know, and different levels of interest and different things. So I talk a lot about mentors and coaches and masterminds on this show. And I do that because they're all fantastic and they're all great, critical to your business and great ways of reaching your goals much more quickly than you can do on your own, much, much more quickly. In a lot of cases, they will allow you to reach your goals where you may not have reached them without those coaches, mentors, or masterminds. I don't know that I would have gotten anywhere in real estate without my mentor. I don't think I would have. So he was kind of a mentor coach, actually. There was some there was some pay, there was some, some costs associated, but it was a little less formal than a coach. So anyways, he he made a big difference, very profound in my business, and I don't think I would have gotten kind of off my butt without him. So I'm grateful to him, and I try to try to repay that in, in everything that I do here on the podcast. But over time, you will create relationships and start to form bonds with people in the industry who can fill in the gaps of your knowledge base. And 
It's like having your own private mastermind, and that's what this is about, right? You're surrounding yourself with people that you can call up or email anytime because they're friends, and you want to get you know, answers to a question and they're able to help you because they have the knowledge in certain areas that maybe you don't. Some people pay thousands of dollars per year or per month for this kind of access to experts. You can have the same thing if you pay attention and take the time to create lasting business relationships with people in your industry. Having this podcast has created a very unique and awesome opportunity for me to create relationships and build friendships with people in the industry who live thousands of miles away from where I live. I love the ability to get to know real estate investors outside of my local area. It's very, in a very short amount of time, I've definitely formed close friendships and and these friendships I'm sure I'll have for years to come. All of these relationships and friendships that I've created happened because I put myself out there and made an attempt to get to know people. You can do the same in your local area. I know that I had my own little mastermind before I ever started my podcast. People that I surrounded myself with who were just incredible real estate investors. My mastermind then and now, the the one that I made locally, super intelligent people, just awesome people in my community who are doing real estate. My network has grown since starting this podcast, but you don't need a podcast to accomplish this. Just go out and start meeting other investors and getting to know them And if all possible, try to add value to their business before ever asking for anything in return. All right, that's my advice for today. Get out there and start that mastermind. Okay, guys, one last thing before you go. I'd like to ask you a favor. I'd like you to think about the one thing in your business that you struggle with, something that you really need help with, something that you think I might be able to help you get past, a hurdle, a question, just something that plagues you when you're trying to move forward in your business, and let me know what it is. Shoot me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com and put the subject line help and tell me what it is that's keeping you from taking the next step, that's keeping you from propelling your business forward or what's keeping you from getting started. What piece of information, what what thing is, is sort of holding you back from doing what you want to do in this business. I really want to know. I really want to create solutions for your problems. And I can only do that if you tell me what your problems are. I truly want to help. Please send me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com. Subject, help. And let me know what it is that's holding you back. Until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. Thank you.